Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben. Taylor Swift: The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Join Reddit on Wiki every Monday and Friday for some of the most jaw-dropping stories Reddit has to offer. With each episode, John, Sean, and Josh meticulously curate the most engaging content from Reddit, transforming it into a podcast experience filled with laughter, awe, and sometimes disbelief. I, I bet. Get ready for a roller coaster ride of emotions with the most captivating stories from the corners of the internet. Subscribe to Reddit on Wiki wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, David. Oh my God. I love us together and I feel like our listeners are loving it. I mean, we're getting so many tweets, so much interaction. People have so much tea. I mean, people are listening to us, and I'm just going to say, I got some candid pictures of a soon-to-be former uh, housewife husband. That's how that's how much our show is resonating. We have so much to talk about. Now, I am so far behind. Like, listen, I cannot keep up. I'm really good on Instagram. I'm really pretty good on YouTube. I don't check Twitter. But this morning, as we're having our coffee and our Behind the Velvet Rope mugs, shameless plug, um, you <laughs> alerted me to the fact that we we have made it. I mean, we've, we've made it a long time ago, but we have a lot of hate on Twitter. And I love it. David, I love it. We are getting hate left and right. Do you want me to read some of them? I mean, people, yes, people I are it. bitter. I watched your YouTube page recently. Oh, very better. I, I watched your YouTube page regarding Garcelle's book. You need to read the book so you can properly report on it. She praised Erica in the book. Erica even confirmed herself that she did not write anything bad about her. As for Renna, she wrote how she would have preferred if Renna's. And then the woman stopped tweeting. <laughs> then um, got- I'm not reading Garcelle's book. No offense to Garcelle. I don't have time. Next. Uh, uh, let me rephrase that. When I interview people, like I just interviewed Matt James from The Bachelor, I interviewed Cassandra oh. Peterson, Elvira. I got some Southern Charm people coming up that have books. Hint, hint, hint. Uh, oh, you, you like Matt James? I'm, you know, Matt James is the only season that I watched, and you know, it completely blew up after that. Chris Harrison was fired. <laughs> like I got on. Do you want to hear not interested. I'm not interested in the it's- show at all. It's the only season I've watched like in the past 10 years. I watched Me Tristan too. Ryan, but I was interviewing at the time a lot of people from The Bachelor. And I realized the Behind the Velvet Rope audience doesn't really give a shit about The Bachelor because nobody really cares when I interview these people. But 
I love Matt James. And um, I mean, first of all, Matt James is, oh my God. So I hot. mean, the thoughts of what happens when that man takes off it all his, I'm like, I can't. So yay to Rachel Kirkconnell for snagging that. But and Sarah's you know, laughing. Still but together. no, but he, he has a book and they're still together. Yeah. I mean, oh, they're still, still together. together and P.S., my own personal theory about them is I don't, I think they broke up to let like the heat, you know, uh, just like calm down. But I don't think they were ever really off. That's my only, that's my personal it's like, opinion. It's, I mean, I asked that question. I was like, you know, it like, you know, did you feel the pressure of like society? Like I'm a black man, the first black bachelor. This is what yes. happens. Like we see these racially insensitive photos and listen, I love a deep interview, believe it or not. My audience doesn't always love a deep interview, but I love a deep. And it was more like, you know, did you feel like I love this girl, but I cannot choose her. Like This is bigger than me. This says so much. And we were in a different place at that point in the world. Not that things are great now, but, you know, we we switched a little. And we we talked about all of that, about like choosing someone you love and like the world was against him. And I mean, it was really a big thing. The first Black Bachelor is choosing to date a woman who not only is white, but that's fine, but like that has these racially insensitive photos. And listen, Sarah, you know what that means? Do you want to know the moral of what? this story? What? What? Even though I'm a single well, jaded New Yorker who loves my life, love conquers all, baby. Oh, love conquers. Well, I do love a love. Yes. I love love and I love a love story. And, you know, I mean, I think what people were so upset about is those photos were only like two years prior to um you know, that whole like Southern Belle plantation style um, ball or whatever she'd gone to, you know, I, I don't know. I grew up in Maine, so nobody had any of that stuff. So I don't, I, you know, I didn't know anything about it. But I can't wait to hear his answer because that, boy, I mean, that took over. That's, I mean, that's how Chris Harrison got fired. I mean, the show was divided. I know we talk about ratings. I can't wait to see what the ratings for The Bachelor continue to be because I don't think they're going to be good. We we kind of talk about that too. Oh, I can't wait. Um, oh, by the way, we got one know, more but... hate. We got more one more hate tweet I was going to read to you because Share it's it, it's directly towards you. You yes. sounded so butthurt by Teddy Mellencamp. She really hit the right spot for you, didn't she? Where's the lie that you started as a fan? Also, their podcast is much more successful than yours. Dot dot dot. Well, first of all, I wish Teddy or someone were hitting the right spot here today as I have my coffee. And second of all, second of all, Let's see. I don't even know. I would say a year. Let's see in 365 days where the two T's in a pod podcast is versus the Behind the Velvet Roll podcast. And I don't mean on the charts. I mean, like, let's just see if the incarnation of Teddy and Tamara doing this 365 days from now is still around. You know, let's see if Tamara hasn't tired of hanging out with his deadbeat Teddy. I think you do have a bigger show, by the way. I mean, I I haven't looked, but I think you do have one, a bigger show. I like to end on a positive, though. So we did get um, we did get a positive one. And this person writes so excited for the new season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Roll on May 11th. Can't wait. And Catherine Edwards is terrific. I can't wait for her to be back on your show, David. And you guys rip up each episode. So there you go. There's there's one positive. I mean, I love, I've gotten a lot of those. I'm like, I think people have lost sight of a few things that we have had Miss Kimberly D, otherwise known as Kim D. Paola in New Jersey, tearing it up for every single week. I cannot believe it. She is my friend. I would say this to her face. Kim is flaky. And so the fact that she showed up, she's not flaky on purpose. She just, 
sure. gets in her like, I need to stay home. I need to have my meds, my dogs. The fact that Kim has been on every single week for New Jersey is shocking to me. I cannot believe she has honored her commitment. I think people forget that Miss Catherine Edwards, who is my wonderful friend, was not here for every season of Beverly Hills. So I think people are thinking when Kim is done on, on Patreon that we're going to have Catherine Edwards every week on Beverly Hills. I'm not so sure that that's true. Believe it or not, guys, someone at once is like, make Kim a permanent co-host. Make Nobody wants to be here five days a week with David Yontef and all you wonderful people. They just don't. It's a lot. It's I, a lot. I wish they did, but they don't. But we're working on Catherine, guys. We got some things planned. But anyway, okay. talk to me about thank you for the hate everybody keep the hate coming keep the it's a good sign it is a good sign it's a good sign i got somebody that just posted on my instagram page today and they said i checked you out on reddit and now i see why everybody what they said about you is true oh so i said oh (laughs) thank you i'm like all over reddit too with this whole thing where (laughs) margaret gave me the shout out i watch what happens they're like his business is over what a shyster what a scumbag and it's like thank you Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So I, I got, I, Lucera, when this is done, I'm going to leave you a nasty comment on your Instagram. I'm, I'm going to do that <laughs> I'm for you. Okay? do that too on yours. I love it. Well, where do you want to I'll even begin? do it from all those fake accounts that I have. Oh, all right. I got to do, I don't even have any Finstas. Okay, oh, go ahead. Where you do you got to have some fake accounts, babe. Okay. Um, okay. So let's talk about, I mean, you are, are on the boots on the ground Potomac girl, even though you moved to LA to be famous and all this other shit. Um, talk to me about these pictures of Michael Dobby. Well, we do have a Sarah Fraser show fan and behind the velvet rope fan who did send me. She was on a flight this week from D.C. to Vegas with Michael Darby. Okay, so Michael Darby taking, you know, domestic airlines. He then I said to her, you know, she was DMing me while she was, you know, on the plane next to him. I said, I'm literally saving these as we speak. Just so I look down. Okay, go on. Take some pictures. So she exits the plane. She gets Michael Darby. He's looking down. Then he's on his cell phone. He has his carry on luggage it's black he's got like kind of a black backpack on top of it blue kind of blazer very michael he looks very michael and he's you know stepping out in vegas on his cell phone um where he's headed i don't know i mean do we think juan may have met him there are they having a divorce party i mean what what could be happening we don't know so much happens in vegas so but the point is he's alone and he's solo and he is I mean, listen, I don't want to stereotype. I just, I hate to stereotype, but I mean, you're going through a divorce and you're going to Vegas. So, I mean, listen, this is like when I had Mr. Ralph Pittman, shout out, RHOA is back. And he tells me he disappears for two days or three days as we saw in RHOA. And I'm like, did you have to go to Tampa, dude? Like everyone knows that that's the stripper capital of the world. Like yeah. go to fucking Tallahassee, Florida. So to Michael Darby, like, The optics on Vegas, dude, like he's over it. He's like, I'm going to go get some strippers and some whores. And again, we've (laughs) talked about this before. I mean, no, and like, no, you know, the sex industry, like people who take money for sex, no shade to that. No, of course. We love a sex worker, but he keeps them employed. Now, do you want me to play part of this clip? You know, the other interesting thing is Ashley Darby was on, gave her first interview to Fox 5, Good Day DC in Washington, DC this week. She is revealing that she and Michael are still living together. So, you know, there was a lot of rumors on legitimate blogs that, that Michael had moved out. She says that's not true. And she also says that they are not getting divorced for the reasons that people think. And I'm curious I'm curious, like, what you thought those reasons were and then also what you think, like, 
they really are. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if you want, I'll play just a second of it and then you can tell me. Play it and then I want to talk about what you think the reasons are. My kids are pretty young. My son is two. My other son is one. Mm -hmm. So they don't really have an awareness. And Michael and I are still living together. We're still under the same roof. So no difference for them. And the latest information for those who who don't know, you announced uh, fairly recently that... That we are separated after almost eight years of marriage. Michael and I are separating. How? uh, The question is, this is what comes up a lot of times when you're doing reality TV. Yeah. Is Is it any of this... I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Quick pause to thank some of our sponsors. I'm talking about ZocDoc. Have you downloaded the free app to help you find a doctor, all kinds of doctors in your area? Quality docs. No one knows what you're looking for more in a doctor than you do. And no one's better at giving you the tools to find it than ZocDoc. The people who created ZocDoc found that the major pain points in healthcare were all the things that weren't working. Like it was hard. You found a doctor that you got recommended to, but they didn't take your insurance. Well, now it's surprisingly pain-free and some of the doctors have appointments as soon as today. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors with patient reviews that take your insurance and are available as soon as you need them. Go to ZocDoc.com, choose a time slot, and whether you want to see the doctor in person, video visit, boom, you can book it all there. Just go to ZocDoc.com slash TSFS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's doc.com slash TSFS, ZocDoc.com slash TSFS. I've been using them for a long time. I told you guys we moved to LA and I use them to find a new pediatrician for KJ. So do it. You won't regret it. It's so user-friendly and it's free. ZocDoc.com slash TSFS. Switchcraft. I love me some Switchcraft. Uh, Switchcraft is a match three game and it's amazing. You can uh, never get, you'll never get bored because what's amazing about Switchcraft is it's a not only choose your own adventure, but it's a match three and the different levels are unbelievable. It's also LGBTQ plus. I appreciate that. The characters are diverse as well. In Switchcraft, you take on the role of Bailey, a witch at Pendle Hill, the world's top academy of witchcraft. I'm obsessed. I, I like wasn't sure if I was going to play and then I did it and I ended up loving it. Okay. It all starts with the disappearance of your bestie. And now it's time for you to unravel the mystery of her disappearance using that magical match three skills. You get a little story, you choose your own adventure and then boom, you play switchcraft. Playing switchcraft is like reading a mystery novel, but better because you get to decide that what Bailey does next. Interact with more than 85 unique characters from all kinds of cultural backgrounds, as well as characters that are disabled and LGBTQ. 
Now, explore the realm of magic, mystery, and romance. Download Switchcraft on your mobile phone for free today. That's download Switchcraft uh, for free. Organifi. Go to my page, Organifi. Have you ever heard of them? I had never heard of them until they started working with me, and now I'm obsessed with their powders. Protein powders, they have great or all organic um, powders and juices that are derived from beets, beetroots, um, natural mushrooms. You can read all their ingredients. They never hide them at Organifi.com slash TSFS. Get 20% off when you use my page. I'm using their green juice. It's a refreshing superfood to reduce stress and start your day off right. Their red juice is kind of equivalent to a Red Bull, but without all the caffeine, all the soda. It's a fruity superfood punch to recharge your mind and body. And then I'm obsessed with keeping my mind sharp. So I also mix in Pure, which is their combination of brain-boosting superfood blend for memory, focus, and clarity. Go there today. Check out their organic products. Read everything in there. I love it. There's no caffeine, no hidden ingredients. Organifi.com slash TSFS. Also hit me up on Instagram at the Sarah Fraser show. Let me know when you use one of the products because I really like to hear your feedback. I always try to pick companies that I work with that have, um, you know, just things that I, I try or that I think that you guys would really, really like. Also better help. BetterHelp is amazing. We all need to take care of our mental health and BetterHelp can help you do that. What's great about BetterHelp is they provide doctor's appointments for you or not really doctor's appointments but they help you find a therapist all kinds of different therapists to to help your mental health and they'll match you within 48 hours so lots of times work can burn you out all kinds of things taking care of somebody in your family maybe just you feel like your life isn't working for you better help online therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself talking with someone can make a huge difference you guys know i'm in couples therapy with shman I had Robin Mize, my longtime mindful eating therapist who I loved. Um, these people have helped me transform my life in ways I never thought possible. And BetterHelp can do that for you online with therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Um, and so it's really great. You can even talk on the phone, as I mentioned. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in 48 hours. Sarah Fraser Show listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash T-S-F-S. That's BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash T-S-F-S. I'm going to be on the, on the show. Well, yes, and it does limit a lot of what I can right. disclose here. Um, so it, they're documenting and mm -hmm. all of that is unfolding. Right. Ashley, you're very active on social media, and I'm sure you saw some of the reaction and comments on your page, various blogs. What do you make of the, the public reaction since you put it out? I know ultimately it doesn't matter, yeah. but, but how are you taking it all in? Um, honestly, I'm not really taking it in, Marissa, to be, because... Even though I'm a public figure and I put so much of myself out there for public consumption, ultimately, especially now that I have kids, what is most important is their well-being and my well-being. So uh, I appreciate the support that I'm getting, and that's really nice, and that's really awesome. Okay, that's that clip, and then she goes on. They post a second one where she basically just kind of insinuates that they're not getting divorced for the reasons that people think. And I'm curious what you think. Well, a couple of things. First of all, like, you know, when you have like a major statement to make, you, oh God, I just, I don't want to be shady. This is why everyone hates me so much, apparently on Twitter, <laughs> you know, but like when you have a statement to make, like I say, go on GMA, Good Morning America. I say, go on like Kelly and Ryan, like 
I mean, no offense to your local home station, Sarah, <laughs> I mean, cause that you still work with, but like, couldn't we break this somewhere other than like Fox five in DC, no offense to you or like our good friend, DJ Richie sky. But anyway, I don't know. I mean, remember when I told you I kind of tuned Ashley Darby out a little bit, but now she is very interesting to me. I'm not so sure that this was like a Countess Luann or like an Erica Jane where I deep dove into really thinking about why. But now that you pose that question, I don't know what I thought. I mean, I guess I just thought that, now listen, I have to tell you, based on our comments from our last chat, on YouTube, there's like 10,000 comments that are just all about Ashley being a gold digger. Gold digger, gold digger. It's all about like this bitch. People are saying, I'm not saying this. People right. are like, she planned this. She planned this. Oh yeah. She married him for money, stayed there for whatever amount of time that is divorcing him now. And she's going to get millions and she's a gold digger. That's what our YouTube constituents and uh, listeners have said. I don't know. I just thought really that what is there to like? I mean, I think I thought that like it was Michael and being, you know, having an open marriage when you have three sons together or groups or, you know, an orgy of like 30 is different than like, I'm home with the kids and my husband's not playing around tonight and he's in Minnesota and who's that girl on his lap. So I think if I really thought about it, which I'm just thinking about right now for the first time, I just thought it was like she was tired of Michael stepping out. Even th that's really what it is. I, okay, we'll see. All right. That's, uh, to me, that's what everybody Did thinks, right? His, his yeah. cheating and, um, you know, like that she's a gold digger, right? I think that's what she thinks. She When she says it's not for the reasons that people think. So I, I, I love, look, I am hooked. You know, I like them anyway. I like both of them. I wish them all the best. best. And I just never, from knowing her, I just, I didn't ever get gold digger vibes. I feel like they totally were attracted to each other because they lived in the restaurant world. The sex was great. I think they both were like, I think they both are kind of bi. Like, I think, I, you know, I, I just... I, I don't know. I never got the gold digging vibe from her ever. Um, and let me just say, I, I'm not calling her a gold digger. But I mean, I, and I and I would, but I, I didn't I didn't get that vibe either, honestly. I mean, I wonder if there's something else. And and when I say something else, I you know, I did read also they didn't have the same life goals. What does that mean? Does that mean she wants to start another business? He's like not supportive of it. Does she want another baby? He's not he's like absolutely done. I don't know. I just wonder if it's, my take is this, the next season of Potomac is going to be epic, epic, epic. You know, you know, it's in my top three. Um, and I think, I think she's going to be classy about it, but I think we're going to get some reveals of other things. Maybe she met somebody, you know what I mean? Like we always kind of put the onus on him. Maybe she's met someone and she's like, I'm done. Well, often, you know, if one party is older and one is younger, sometimes it is the younger one that needs somebody. I, it's funny because, yeah, I think that, you know, she's going to save this for RHOP and it's going to be a great RHOP. I have to tell you, I, 
what am I saying? When you told me, I guess last week or the week before, that there's a 30 or eight, like I look at Erica and Tom. Yeah. There's an age difference. Yeah. I look at, I don't really see the big age difference between Ashley and Michael. I mean, he's, he's I think very she's young. A mature, yeah. like she started very young. So I think she's mature and seems older for her age, which is not a diss. And he seems young. So I think to me, I mean, I would say maybe there's like a 10 year age difference. I don't really get this like May, December thing. Um, I don't know. I just think different life goals. Listen, here's the thing, just in terms of like goals, like when you're young, I think you're like a mess in your 20s. And I think like in your 30s and even 40s, like you have a career plan. At some point in the 40s, you change your, I think like as you get into your late 40s and 50s, like it's almost like you don't necessarily have strong career goals anymore and as you're just like at a different phase in your life you're not like trying to climb the corporate ladder you're like i'm looking ahead to come down and just chill man like retirement and i don't know like it, it could be that i don't know i i know i, I think really would like be... to know why they are getting divorced but i'm just not at all shocked i'm just not like they didn't seem like, look at, again, you look at like a Kyle and Mauricio, you look at like a Lisa and Harry, none of this would shock me because I just expect everybody to get divorced, but oh, that I would, would be shock like, you. I would be, de- right. I would be devastated. I'm so invested in them. I mean, look, I was devastated with Erica and Tom. I really, I it am, was a shocker. I am naive. You are not naive. I believed, you know, I thought Tom Girardi was every bit the Tom Girardi of Los Angeles, you know? I mean, I just thought somebody like that is is not defrauding people. He doesn't have to. He's Aaron Brockovich's attorney. Like, he probably made $20 million off that. He's just a great investor. I, look, and, and to me, Erica and Tom were perfect because she is kind of an older soul. She's like old Hollywood. She's glam. You know, I just don't see Erica with somebody... I don't know, 45, you know, I just see her with this class act who I thought Tom was, but meanwhile, he's a complete con artist. I do not see. Well, yeah. Like when you look at most people, you don't say, Hey, what, what con are you up to? I I don't see Erica (laughs) with like a younger guy either, you know, for sex. Sure. But I don't know. So that's Ashley and Michael. And I don't know why they're getting divorced, but I would love to know. And thank you to the Sarah Fraser show behind the velvet rope listener who saw him on the plane and in line and decided to take these pictures. Thank you for sending these. Thank you. Thank you. Know, you. I, I wish you got like a closer up over here, but we'll post them and you know, something is better than nothing. Huh. Now, what would you like to talk about next? Cause you know what I want to talk about? <sighs> what, what? With RHOBH back on the air coming up and we have RHOA. I want to talk about this. Lisa Vanderpump, Erica Jane. First of all, Lisa and Garcelle went from like meeting once to meeting again to like, look, you girls know what you're doing and that's okay. And I'm not shading their friendship, but like Garcelle knows that meeting with Lisa is going to put some jabs in people and Lisa knows and I'm all here for it. But Lisa and Erica have gotten into a little bit of a tiff, haven't they? 
Um, yes, they are fighting. Um, you know, there's been a lot of back and forth about, you know, because Lisa had that like thing that kind of like dig at Erica that, you know, of course, Erica didn't read Gar- Garcelle's book or she didn't understand it because Erica's dumb and really needed a scratch and <coughs> sniff book, you know, and then, and then so that that and makes, like she doesn't know how to read. Right. She doesn't know how to read. Then that makes the rounds. And then, you know, Erica responds. That's rich coming from someone whose breath reeks of garlic, Chardonnay and a cigarette, you know, it's like. <laughs> which actually kind of I could see Lisa Vanderpump's breath smelling like that. So there's kind of this like back and forth. And, you know, I have my own theory about uh, Vanderpump and Garcelle becoming friends. Um, please, please share. Well, my theory is, you know, I think Lisa desperately wants back on Housewives. And she said if they fire the entire cast and they cast Sutton, Garcelle and myself, it would be an epic uh, Beverly Hills and I would return. They're never going to do that because How they have such a hit. How recent did she say that? Very no, recently. Very recently. That was like that was like this past week. She doesn't she won't keep Crystal? She didn't mention Crystal, no. She did not mention Crystal. I I think, you know, LVP, you know, she wants back on that show so bad. Don't you think? I think she wants back in so bad. I have recently sat down with the major Housewives producer, which is coming up on Behind the Velvet Rope, and he said, he said that a housewife has never, now I gotta really think about this, and I'm not challenging him. He's like, a housewife has never turned down an offer. Like, you can negotiate, well, I mean, Bethany Frankel has, but like, so, yeah, I think... You know, I stand by what I said, which made national headlines last year or whatever. I think Lisa would need a two in front of it to come back. I think, listen, I think Lisa would come back now if you gave her two something. I do. Whether she wants to or not, the future of Vanderpump Rules is looming, as we talked about last year. I think she would come back now if you gave her two something. I, yeah, I, I think if it was her, Garcelle, and I mean, this is no shade to Crystal, but it's kind of like Lisa's shade to Crystal, because I believe Lisa would keep Crystal. It's just that Crystal is so in the background. <laughs> Who? Yeah. Um, we'll see how Crystal's year goes. I think Crystal better step her shit up. I hope she filmed well. But no, yeah, I don't think she's going to work with Erica. I don't think she's going to work with, you know, Kyle, she's not going to work with Dorit, but I think for two something as much money as she has, I mean, she might, she might, but I think her coming back, listen, this isn't the OC. It's not New York. We don't have a problem here. Like, you know, it's not Atlanta, which I hope has I a was great gonna season. Say, Beverly Hills hasn't missed a beat. You know, I love, I love Lisa Vanderpump. I do. I love, yeah. I've been to Pump. I've been to Sir. I mean, I, I love all that. But Honey, I as, as Teddy her. Mellencamp points out, I was a fan. I went to Lisa Vanderpump's fucking wine signings in like, I have a friend in town. I went to her wine signings all over the world. Go on. No, I just... I would say uh, that show hasn't missed a beat. Whereas, like, I think you could argue Tamara and Vicky, like, without Tamara and Vicky, we're, it is miss. We are struggling. Even Kelly Dodd. I, I liked Kelly, you know, on the show. It is, the, I don't care what anyone says, uh, you know, Orange County to me is like, jump the shark. I'm just not interested unless something major changes. But Beverly Hills hasn't missed a beat without Lisa. I agree with all of that. And by the way, I don't, and I don't have no problems with Tamara. Remember, my feud with Teddy has nothing yes. to do with Tamara. I don't think the OC can go back, though. I don't think, if you brought Vicky and Tamara back and Kelly, 
Does anyone, okay, let's take a moment of silence. Is anyone excited for that? I mean, really excited. We're really excited for this season of Beverly Hills. We love this season of New Jersey. We are on edge for Salt Lake. Does anyone excited if it was Vicky and Tamara and Kelly, you would watch episode one and two and maybe three, but is that going to solve this problem? Because if so, then let's talk. I don't know. I don't think it's going to. I mean, gonna... the only thing that solves it, and of course, I actually really loved Gretchen and Slade. I mean, you Ooh, know, yes. you know, you bring back Gretchen, you bring back Slade. The thing I think where what's happened with Housewives, right, is when it started, it was such a revolutionary show. We just wanted to come into their lives and see their kind of semi-bratty kids and see the parents sort of talk shit to their parents or, you know, correct or like the parents were brats and the, the kids were sort of normal. But as the years have gone on, I feel like the ante has been upped. And now the ante is criminal investigations being arrested. It's they've almost kind of reverted to trash. Like they're they're rich but trashy, I guess. Like I just think the days of I think the days of like us just following Kelly and Tamara going to lunch and arguing don't work without like like if Tamara's business was being like sued and she's near bankruptcy. Then you bring back Tamara. That, does that make sense? Like, I just think we've gone in a direction now. Like, if you're not bringing the Salt Lake kind of drama, this looming prison thing, Teresa's been to jail, which I know seems nuts, but I think people want to watch shit that's probably never going to happen to them. And most people's husbands are not embezzling 30, 40, 50, 100 million dollars to make them a singer. So I just think now... Unless you're going to bring it so much, you know, I mean, Candace brings the fights, the, you know, the, the, uh, like, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we're, if there's some like jaw dropping dirt coming out about Michael and Ashley, you know, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like Ashley having an affair, like, I just think it's got to be so, the ante has been up. Like no one wants to watch them anymore. Like Dallas, no one gives a fuck that that who is the Prescott or Westcott chick. Like, I, no one cares that your life is like beautiful. Like, get almost arrested. Like, you know, your husband gave you an STD. Like, we need shit that's not going to happen to us now. Yes and yes, and I, we both agree that like nothing against Lisa Vanderpump. Save her, save Lisa Vanderpump. You don't need her now. It doesn't hasn't missed a beat, and we're gonna have yeah. another great season. And when Beverly Hills goes down and is trashed, which I don't think is, I Not mean, listen. For- at the end of the day, this franchise had bad seasons. People were like, "I'm so sick of Lucy, Lucy Apple Juice," and I'm so sick of Munchausen's. And they're, they're the the thing we said as as a viewer was this is the only franchise where it's one note. The entire season is about Munchausen's. The entire season is about Lucy, Lucy, Apple Juice. Ugh. And somehow at the end of the day, it's famous people, Rinna and Garcelle and actresses, and it is just extreme wealth. And so I think like, you know, when I tell you a year from now, my podcast is going to be here and, you know, two T's will probably be finished because Tamara has better things to go and make her money with long-term game, I don't think Beverly Hills is going to be the one that goes down. You know, look, Potomac, it's great. It just, let's keep it going. And the other thing I have to say about the OC is like, 
you know, if they revamped New York, and we're going to talk about that in a second, well, you have the city. I mean, the city of Los Angeles, I'm sorry, it goes back to LA, New York. Like, I'm not insulting the middle of the country the way Vicky did when she said she would never go to Oklahoma. But like, you still have Beverly Hills and, <laughs> you know, Craig's. And, you know, if, if you revamp New York right, you have another character, the city. Salt Lake isn't successful because of the city granted it's shot very well we have nothing that shows snow and like the feel of the cold like dallas like the oc like why why are we still trying do you know what i mean it's like dubai i think dubai is gonna have the city i've been to dubai it's a whole different world and i think people are gonna be so intrigued yeah i do there ain't nothing special about orange county or dallas and that's not an insult to those cities it's like salt lake doesn't work because of the snow and the mountains it works if OC just, I think it has to start over. And I don't know who I was talking to about this. I don't know if it was you on this podcast, but like, we can't keep starting over. Like, you, I, you it was shot us. your load. Yeah, last, I, it was us. Yeah. You shot your load, like with New York. Like, you can't say, well, now we're going to have two OCs. Wait, we're going to have two, da- bring back Dallas. We'll have two of them. And and let's, let's. oh, Atlanta sucks now. Let's have two Atlantis. I mean, eventually it's like your model doesn't work and something has to go. That's my feeling. 